0: Job chapter 9, so on Sunday, on Sunday I started a new series of teachings, walking with God. Job chapter 9, i read reading verse 4. He's wise in heart and great in strength. Whoever made who okay, let me read the King James. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against him and has prospered. Job is talking about God. Yeah. So Sunday I laid the foundation for the teaching, walking with God. Sometimes we hear that expression walking with God, or I want to walk with God, or maybe we've seen it in scripture, and Enoch walk with God, and Noah walk with God. What does it mean to walk with God? What's the significance of walking with God? First of all, I would like to say that it is walking with God that makes champions. It is walking with God that makes champions. When you reach The scriptures and you study history, when you read the scriptures and you study history, you'll find out a lot of secrets of life. And one of those secrets of life is that every time in a perverse generation you will find out one person standing out, out of the many people there. And most of the time, it is traced to walking with God. One of the people that the Bible says walked with God was Noah. I would say that Noah walked with God. And in Noah walking with God, you will find out that in his generation, there was a lot of uh, chaos. There were other people who were going in another direction, but you will find out that in, in spite of the fact that other people were going in a particular direction, they would say Noah walked with God. The same with Enoch. At the time, the Bible actually mentions that Enoch walked with God. In his generation at the time, he was, he was um, close to a terminal generation. When I say terminal generation, any time a generation was about to end, I want you to listen now, Anytime a particular generation was about to end, preceding a certain uh, closure of that generation, there you will find most of the time, they will say that somebody walked with God. Enoch, for example, at the time that... At the time that Enoch was gone, and the Bible says that he walked with God, he was very close to a terminal generation. And that generation passed. Now, Noah to walked with God. And immediately, Noah finished walking with God. There was a terminal generation too. Now, there are certain key factors that we find out in a terminal generation. And when I look at our generation right now, we are in a terminal generation. You know, so many people have said, Jesus is going to come, Jesus is going to come. And there in there out, it looks as though he's not going to come because since he said he's coming soon and soon, someone said if he was in a wheelbarrow, he would have arrived. And as soon never seems to happen. Now I want you to I want to warn you about something. If, you know, the, the, the things about the scriptures are very profound and it will take, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the honor of King to search it out. So the things of the scriptures are such that you will need to study them to understand. So, God does not put big secrets, listen now, God does not put big secrets just bare in the Bible. So, you'll find out that in, in the scriptures, the very key things of God are hidden. When, we're, when I was teaching on matters of the Spirit, I explained that there, were, there are hints. And there are also gaps that are filled in by laws and prophets. So, you need to study to know and also, another thing is, apart from studying, God anoints certain special people with insight for it. One time, one person was asking me that, how do I read the Bible? Because the same thing they are reading, I'm reading and I'm explaining it differently, and it's like, as though they've never read that version of scripture. I said, it's insight. It's not, you cannot go and pick a Bible and say, today I will know everything. You can read it and it will be closed for your eyes. It's insight. God anoints people with insight to bring to you. So, one of the things about, about a terminal generation, when I look at the scriptures and how it, it, it actually um, unfolded, how it actually unfolded through the ages, you'll find out that where we are now, we are so close to terminal generation. Now, why is it that people have been saying Jesus will be coming soon and he has not yet come soon? And it looks as though we are waiting. What he said, that, for example, in the book of Uzziah, is that he said um, he will revive us on the third day. He said for two days he said he will bind us up and he said on the third day he will revive us. Now, understand that when Jesus was was going to the earth for three days and three nights, the Bible says that he was in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights. When the Bible says that he was in the belly of the earth for three days and three nights, it was not just three days that God was excited about but it was a connotation of a spiritual typology. It was a typology. It was explaining, okay, when, when um, Peter came out on the day of Pentecost, he said, this was what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, he said, God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Now, he said, in the last days. Since that time to now, doesn't look like in the last days. Doesn't look like in the last days. But actually, it was the last day of the Jews. So, when he said, two days he will bind us up, it was, um, connoting the closing of a calendar for the Jews. So for two days, like he said, he said for two days. Now Hosea was speaking prophetically. He said for two days, he said he will bind us up. He said on the third day he will revive us. He, that Hosea was not speaking to us. Hosea was speaking to the Jews. That in two days he will bind us, up. that means it will take two days for God to leave Israel, pick another people, and then on the third day he will come back. So, in the two days he's talking about, that was our calendar, that's when our calendar began because we are not Jews. We have no connection with God in the flesh. Abraham, one day he was, God had promised him that he's going to have kids and Abraham was just lying down and God told him walk outside. So Abraham walked outside and when he came outside he saw, God used two things to explain to him what he's going to be like. Number one, God said, he said, your seed shall be like the stars. Then he said, your seed shall also be like the sun. Are, are you paying attention? Okay, you're going to be like the stars, going to be like the sun. It was two things that God was telling Abraham. He said, you are going to have seed, and number one, your seeds are going to be like the sun. That is, the, like every man comes from the earth. So, that is the physical seed of Abraham. Isaac, Jacob, and the children of Israel. Then he said, your seed are also going to be like the stars. That is the spiritual seed of Abraham. That is us. So, in the two days, God skipped the calendar and came to us. Now, those two days, the Bible says that a day in the Lord is like what? A thousand years. So, a day in the the eyes of the Lord is like a thousand years. So, those two days put together in God's calendar is two thousand years. And ever since Jesus died till now, we are still in the two thousand years. So, we are actually in a very terminal generation. Because on the third day, he said he will revive the Jewish calendar again. And before the Jewish calendar is revived, Jesus will have to come for his sins. Now, there are also other indicators of a terminal generation. One of the key indicators of a terminal generation is perverseness. You will find a perverse, Bible will call it a crooked and perverse generation. You will find a perverse generation. Where they want to have nothing to do with God's standards. God said, it is this way. No, we have rights. So, the Bible says that in the midst of that perverse generation, Noah walked with God. Are you getting it? So that is the whole concept of the walking with God because it, before we can say that he walked with God or not, it would have, it, there should have been something that was against walking with God. So in the present generation, Noah walked with God. Homosexuality didn't start today. The word Sodom came because of Sodom and Gomorrah. Alright, so someone says, oh, but the person was born like that and the person was, was was um." you know one thing about Jesus, listen now, one thing about Jesus is, he loves the sinner, he doesn't hate the sin. So, those who see people like that immediately start raising judgment against them, that's wrong. That's wrong. But that, we will support it, no. We love them because they are, Jesus died for all of them. Are you getting it? Yes, and as many as want to come out of it, someone ask me a question. So, what do you do? Some, it's in their genes, like they just can't like a boy, or they just can't like a girl. It's just like that, and it's true. Now, the question is, so, why did some people ask the question? So, why did God allow it to be like that? Now, let me explain something. There was a time Jesus asked a question, you know the answer he gave? He said, an enemy has done this. Let me tell you something. Some of those malfunctions happen in the time of pregnancy. It's not any different from the man who was blind from his mother's womb. He came with a malfunction from his mother's womb. Are you getting it? So, Jesus was asked a question. He said, who sinned? Is it his father or his mother or the man who sinned that he was born blind? The Jesus Christ answered, with a very powerful answer. He said, neither him nor his mother has sinned. He said, then some people say, oh, the, the scripture says, uh, neither him nor his mother has sinned, but that the glory of God should be revealed. No. If we say that, it's as though God caused it to happen so that he will reveal his glory. That's wrong. No. But then the scripture actually says, but that the glory of God should be revealed. And he put a full stop there. That's where the problem is. The punctuational error when the uh because when you when you study the actual greek text and hebrew text they don't really have punctuation so they use context to understand so when the uh the, the translators were translating from the greek into the english they they have to put punctuations where they think there should be punctuation okay so it, it's like this he said he said that the glory of god should be revealed then the next one he says I must work the words of him that, works, that lives while it is day. Okay? I must work the words of him that sends me while it is day. Okay. So the, over there, the punctuation there is not supposed to be a full stop, it's supposed to be a comma. To, to mean that the glory of God should be revealed, I must work the words of him that sends me while it is day. So this word is saying that we have answers to all those problems. So in, in them, in them, it, it's work the work of the devil. Some people, while they're in, in their mother's womb, like a, um, when you watch You Believe in Miracles, that's a, a one miracle tape of fast You know, in that case, the woman said, her mother tried to abort her, and she took the drug like three times, and it didn't work. So it destroyed her limbs or so. So she got what was called a motor neuron disease. Now this person has come to this world. She knows nothing. She has been given a sickness free of charge. Are you getting it? So the same with some people who actually come with some abnormalities in their system. Because what proves that abnormal is that if you put a man and a man together, they can't give birth. So if we allow it to continue, we're going to be extinct. Are you getting it? But no, they can. Up, uh, they can. Um, Adopt a child, from who's going to give birth <laughs> to so that child you have to adopt. You understand? So men like Job chapter 9, verse 4 says, He said, Who has has hardened himself against God in has and has prospered? So you don't harden yourself against God. Because God's system is this way. God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. You get it. <laughs> Praise God. Alright, so so this is God's way in a perfect generation. So now, you will see that in a lot of so-called um, uh, well, how do they call themselves? Um, developed countries now. In a lot of those developed countries now. You see, it's like Okay, there's man, there's woman, and there's transgender, like, you- this is in between. No sense. Praise God. Okay, so the act is what we will frown against, but for the people, we love them. So someone asks, so what's the way out? A lot. There's a lot was the way out for those who were born there. A whole lot. We need to grow. We need to grow. So day in, day out, the, the the quest to get deeper into God should be, you know, ringing more and more in our hearts because there's a lot of there are a lot of people to help. It's Wednesday again, midweek service, some are here because they have problems. Some are here because someone forced them here. Some are here because their girlfriend is coming. They have to follow. So that someone does not take the girl. (laughs) I'm preaching eh? Praise God. But you know one beautiful thing about God? No matter the reason you come, He knows how to find you. Praise God. So, Noah walked with God. Noah walked with God. Then, Enoch walked with God. These men who walked with God were extraordinary men. Daniel chapter 11. Alright, Daniel chapter 11. Let's read verse thirty-five. Are you there? Sorry, verse thirty-two. Third eleven, verse thirty-two. He says, "And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall be corrupt; um, shall he corrupt by blood trees. But he says something. He says, "But the people that know their God." He said, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. So, are you seeing people who know God, what happens to them? They do exploits. He said, people who know God, not people who know about God. They that know their God, they shall be strong and they shall do exploits. I said, people who walk with God become champions. This reminds me of the message I, I preached at the second camp. There were giants in the earth. People who walk with God, they become giants in the earth. Where everybody is going in part, one particular direction, God, they separate themselves to walk with God. He said those that they that know they are God. You know, some people are walking ahead of God. Remember walking ahead of God? And some are walking behind God, and some are walking with God. Most of those walking ahead of God are proud people. Most of those walking behind God are servants. Those who walk with God are His friends. They that know their God, they shall be strong, and they shall do exploits. Now, on Sunday, I, I I started listing some points on how to walk with God. And I said, number one, agree with God. Micah chapter 6 verse 8, he said that you walk, what's the, the duty of man? He said that you walk humbly with God. When walking with God, you don't dictate what happens. You don't tell God that, God, I want you to do this for me. God, God, I'm giving you last chance Listen, I have heard it before. I've told you, I've heard it before. If All my examples are true stories. A, a young lady was talking with me and I said I wanted to help her, you know, to receive from God. And I said, okay, what is the problem? I, I, I might be able to help you dissect it and help you with it. Then who was speaking and I said, then she said, God knows, this is the last opportunity I am giving him. You know, the teaching, the teaching of faith, listen now, the teaching of faith shouldn't make us arrogant. Some people have leaped. The teaching of faith, some people have, they have gone past God, like some people, like I was talking to somebody and I said, now I'm the man of God, I'm telling her, I said, it shall be done, in Jesus' name. He said, it is done. Ha! So, so she's trying to show me that she has faith than me okay for example for example let me help you so that you don't, you don't miscalculate what faith is okay that's why I said I don't want you miscalculating what faith is you know sometimes especially when the people are young and there's youthful exuberant, and they've heard the message of faith fresh you know they, they feel like they created a universe. Like, you know, <laughs> I was, I was you know, talking with some, some young men. And they were singing the song. Because we were praying about something. We started singing. It's not by mind, it's not by mind, it's not by power, it's not by my, my spirit. This mountain shall be removed. While we are singing, the woman said, no, 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 this mountain has been removed. I said, then stop praying. And I said, if it has been removed, stop praying. Why are you praying? Are you getting it? You can't say that because at the time it has been removed, if in your spirit it has really been removed, you have no business praying. Because praying when it has been removed is unbelief. Because at that time, when you are singing that song, you, it's, a, it's a song of war. So you, you need to maintain shall be removed. Until you pray through it prophetically and you know in your spirit that you have translated in the tenses from shall to has been. At the time it has been removed, you have ended the case. You have no business praying about it again. And somebody, you talk with, uh, someone say, say, it, it, uh God, God will do it for you. Okay, because at the time I'm speaking, I'm speaking in hope because I have not yet finished the calculations of faith. So sometimes I tell people, it shall be done. You know, I'm speaking in hope. Hope is not stupid. Hope is desire. It's required. It's required. So at the time I speak, like um, a, 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 a young man meets a miracle and he talked to me about it and I said, you will get a miracle. It will happen. And he says, yes sir. I know that after I have told him that, maybe in the night I will need to go and do some extra stuff to make what I have said come to pass. So I spoke in hope, that I am lifting his hope so that he can still access faith. Are you, are you with me? So at the time I spoke to him, it's not yet done in the spirit But then some people think they know the, the faith, the faith message. The, they think that it has, you know, some people have used faith to replace prayer. Yeah? Like a man, a certain man. You know, when, one of the things, one of the blessings that you should thank God for is that you started early. You start hearing the word of God early. It's a blessing. It's a blessing, I tell you. So I was with this man, and this man is quite, quite... Older, and he heard the whole message of, you know, prayer and faith and all that. So one day I was sitting with him and he said, he's going to give. He said he's going to give. And that uh, right now his prayers are not even long again. And of course all he knows is to just give thanks. I said give thanks. And I'm like, hey, guy. He was he, he was a rich man. And he said, and he kept giving. I want to tell him No, no, once you start giving, you're a devil's target. Once you start giving, you are devil's target. Once you become a soul winner, you are devil's target. The
1: devil say, "Oh, but I'm not again."
0: <laughs> <laughs> the devil will attack your business. He will attack wherever the money is coming from. no, no, you need to maintain prayer. He said, no, no, no. So, he was talking to me as though I don't have faith. I lifted my hand because I was younger. So, alright, cool. Two years later, this man gets to bankruptcy. Very rich man. Don't try. Don't give God silent treatment. Oh, God, thank you so much for everything that you have done. My pleasure. So, one day, when he now entered into that level, he called me to have a prayer meeting with me. So, we had a prayer meeting and Prophet, you need to pray and prophesy. So we start the prayer in the, in the night. And for me, I have certain prayer positions. If you ever pray with me and I take that position, just know that we have no clues. <laughs> How many of you know that position? Which position is that? When I, <laughs> when I bend like this. When I knew that we might close early. When I knew that we might close early. Or when I lie on the floor and I call like that. When I call like that. Just know. If you have any food, just go and eat and, go and that. So while we prayer, when we started the prayer, when inside the prayer, I took my position. Because sometimes in the place of prayer, we do inquiries. Do you understand? Don't say prayer, I'm just praying God should answer. Sometimes the, in the case, this is this is a, a serious case, and while I'm praying, I, my spirit is scanning me. The Bible says that the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Setting through all the inner parts of the belly. So, God uses your spirit to do the sex. So, you have to do, you know, everything you see as technology, eh? It exists in the spirit years before they came. So, scanning is a spiritual technology. So, I begin to scan. Where is the problem coming from? So, while I'm speaking in tongues, I don't speak in tongues with a blank mind. Then I'm scanning my spirit. You can do it for your family. While you're speaking in tongues, take your mind to your mother. If you are, you are not at rest, there's problem coming. Then, from there, move it to your dad. When you are at rest, you know that, okay, my dad is cool. Move it to your siblings. Scan! It's not, it's not in my nose to teach you this. It's not in my nose to teach you this, but let me just let you know some prayer secrets. Don't just pray and, and, and pray, God of God, I want pencil, 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 <sighs> Okay, God, God, pencil, pencil, pencil. You are not checking what's going on in your spirit. You are not checking what's happening. No, you, you, when you finish, God should just bring it. You should bring it. Two days later, it doesn't come. And then I, all these things. People come and share testimony every day. Only me. And when I say I don't share testimony. It's because you, you, you have not yet learned how to walk in the spirit. So this is one of the things. So when I, 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 I lay down there praying, I'm doing the scanning. And while I'm doing the scanning, I'm doing the scanning, I'm trying to find out what's the problem with the man's finances. I'm, I'm scanning, I'm scanning, and I'm seeing something concerning um, Chiptancy's two stool. And I'm seeing a lot. You know, I, in, in my spirit, I'm not at rest. There's, there's an unrest in my spirit. Let me tell you something. Your walk with God is supposed to be peace. Anytime there's unrest, you know there's problem. Someone came to see me one time and said, uh, he feels so, like this week has been so bad. And I said, it is your spirit that is anticipating evil. That's the beauty of walking with God. You see, your spirit, because your spirit is, is joined with the spirit of God. Okay? It gives you ahead information. So most of the time, before a bad thing happened, you felt it. Because your spirit knows what is about to happen. Let me tell you, nothing happens to a Christian by chance. Nothing happens to a Christian by accident. It has never happened. Before it happens, you will feel it. And you will notice But when you don't have a good relationship with your spirit, it will just be a fleeting feeling. You just think, oh, I'm only depressed. I'm only stressed. Then it will just pass off. Once you miss the opportunity that you could have worked on, because in the spirit, when you connect spirit, the spirit realm and the physical realm, time is is of essence. Are you lost? (laughs) When you connect the physical to the spirit, time is of excellence. Because there are certain transactions that happen in minutes. Some transactions happen in hours. Some transactions happen in days. So, for example, if um, your, 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 your sister is pregnant, don't pray the night before her delivery and think anything will happen. You will be aired. The night before her delivery, just wake up. In the name of Jesus, deliver, deliver, deliver something like that you have nine good months start early start early because I told you prayer is not just telling God to do something for you prayer is one of the ways that we, we it's one of the portals I explained during the week of prayer like for a laptop if there's a laptop here there is a, a portal USB portal right? That you can insert to put uh, something that's on a phone. So, when we want to make access into the realm of the spirit, one of the portals is prayer. It's one of our portals to the throne experientially. So, the moment, you see, it's so swift and so beautiful. The moment you close your eyes and you open the Father. It happened to me last night. I just lay down in the, in the shrine, you know. I, I call the place a shrine. It's a shrine, Shrine is where they do rituals, right? Yeah, and rituals are for the spirituals, amen? Yeah, so, it's a holy place, amen? So, when I enter the holy place, I just lay down like this. I said, Father, in the name of Immediately, I just said, Father, in the name of Jesus. The, the realm of the spirit knows when you are connected, you know? It's just like, smoke connected. The moment you close your eyes, you have just trans um, uh, transported yourself. The moment you just close your eyes, can, can we try it? Can we try it? So, we're going to talk to God. Just, go ahead, go ahead, talk to God. Immediately you close your eyes, you have been transported. You've just entered another realm. You've just left here. It's so you no. Know? Because listen, listen now, listen now. In the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the spirit, there are different um, um, uh, levels, and there are different people. There are different authorities. There's not only one authority in the realm of the spirit. There are different authorities. This looks like I'm. Um, Matters of the Spirit. <laughs> uh, there are different authorities in the realm of the Spirit. Like, for example, when those who are calling on, on God, they are calling on an authority there. They are on the realm of the spirit. There's a the good side and the bad side. So those who are calling on God, when well, they, they also close their eyes and they do something, they are called on an authority there. Those in other things, you know, they will just call an authority there. So when we also get into the realm of the spirit, we call on an authority. Father, in the name of Jesus. You know, immediately we go on the highest authority of the realm of the Spirit. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. The moment we lift our father in the name of Jesus, we make an immediate, you know, you don't need to close your eyes too. The, the, the whole teaching of closing your eyes is just a physical thing to help you to focus because sometimes you need the focus. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I can stand as a Father in the name of Jesus and I have connected. Praise God. These are some of the things that you need to look into. If your prayer is going to have results, one of the things you need to learn is to release yourself in the spirit. Release yourself in the spirit. For those who think this Sunday is work service, you are just going to be dancing and shouting. and uh, That's not what it is. It's going to be an impartation. Yeah. It's not, it's not just about dressing. You know, it's not just about dressing. And I've told you the spiritual significance of dressing. Sometimes I make you dress because it has a spiritual significance. There's a scripture that says prepare to meet your God. (laughs) There's a scripture that says prepare to meet your God. I've shown you that scripture before, right? Prepare to meet God. The Bible says that. It says sanctify yourself for the Lord will come. When God is going to have an encounter with you, you cannot go the way you've been all the time. So sometimes you need to, you understand, change something about yourself. Are you getting it? You need to change something about yourself, then you can have an encounter with God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I said, they that know their God, they shall be strong, they shall do it. So Men who walked with God. Men who walked with God. I want us to read A story in the scripture. Daniel chapter 2. Praise God. All right. Uh, it's going to be a long read, so open your hearts.
1: <laughs> Before we read
0: it, I said the first one was agree with God. Then I explained something, I said, never think you have a special relationship with God outside the word of God. <laughs> Christians, sometimes Christians are so funny, so funny. Uh, one time, and usually it's those funny people who never receive anything from God. There was this guy. Well, when SS, I just got them born again. These guys have been the born again, like you understand, born again guys in the school, and you know they were terrorizing everybody. When you see them, they they are so slim and no, they don't keep beard. They shave everything, you understand? They don't look so holy and walking when they walk. When you call them, say, bless you, brother. <laughs> so, I was, the, I was the famous, famous bad boy who just got born again. And when I got born again, man, I was on fire. You know something? People like us, when we get born again, we understand, say, with amazing grace. You understand?
1: <laughs>
0: so, we understand. So, when we come out like that, we are on fire. God say pass less, we pass. You know? But these people who have already been Christians for a long time, they become familiar with God. So, this guy, they didn't know how to, like, pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost and speak in tongues. But I got born again, immediately, I started doing it. So, they heard about it. They heard about it that, hey, this young guy, that guy is now born again, and people are now speaking in tongues. Hey, 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 So, the head of the scripture union came to talk to me. He wanted the information, how I do it. Because he wanted to also go and do it. So, he came to me. He asked me, is that, the tongues they are speaking, is it real? I said, you need to go and check it yourself. Because that time, speaking in tongues was very rare. It's for the gurus. <laughs> so that they heard that I didn't speak in tongues. This, I this must be demonic. So, they, they were, so, the guy came to me and was like, so how do I do it? I said, you know. I <laughs> said, you know, the spirit... The Spirit came upon me and, you know. So I told him. Now, so they had a a special meeting that they wanted to feel good with the Holy Spirit. And they called me to come for the meeting. Now, I I went for the meeting. They were supposed to maybe give me a front seat or something to preach. They let me sit at the back. And the guy tried to do it without me. So he tried. He was preaching. The message was preaching. You can't find a head. You can't find a tail. You know, talk, 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 talk. He said, receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost. The people were not receiving. So when he saw that, when he saw that the thing was not entering, you know, he, called, he called me, he said, I'm calling him to come and pray now for you. So, I, amazingly, I just took my Bible. I opened to Acts chapter 2. I read it from verse 1 to verse 4. People started speaking to Now, there was this particular guy, one of the most crisp guys, he was, what, so what I used to do was, when I go, I will lay hands on them. For some, besides speaking, I, speak I would lay hands on some too. So when I started laying hands on them, because I've seen in the scripture that uh, Paul laid hands on some people and they spoke in tongues. So I was laying hands on some of them and I was laying hands on some of them. I went to this guy and he's been Christian for so many years, yet he doesn't speak in tongues. But when I laid hands on him and I said, receive the Holy Spirit, begin speak in tongues. He held my hand. You know that? God shouldn't touch him. Now he's having a fellowship with God. i you getting it. You know, like he's no, he's having a solemn time. Solemn time. Ah, I was so oh, I was as I was doing. People were speaking in tongues. When I was getting to him, No, I think he was singing a song. See, let, let me just. I don't remember what the song he was singing. Jehovah, Jehovah.
1: No, I'm just having a time
0: with God. In his mind, listen now, in his mind, oh God, in his mind, he thinks that he's with God. Romans chapter 10, let me show you something. In his mind, he thinks he's with God. <laughs> in his mind, he feels that he's with God. Romans chapter 10, let me show you something. Verse 1. Praise God. Look at it. Paul is speaking here. He says, Romans chapter 10. He said, brethren, my heart desire, look at it. He said, my heart desire and prayer for God, uh, to God for Israel, is that they might be saved. He said, for I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. He said, my heart desire to God for Israel is that they might be saved. He said, because I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but it is not according to knowledge. What knowledge is he talking about? Recent knowledge of God. They didn't know because the, 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 the Jews at that time, they thought they were defending God when they were speaking against Jesus. Don't think that they thought they, they were bad people. Paul was not a bad person when he said Paul was a murderer. Not really. Not really. Paul was not just a murderer, just going around killing people. No. He was defending God. He studied under a lawyer called Gamaliel. And they know the law. They know that it is, there's only one God. In Deuteronomy chapter 14, there's no form of God. So nobody should appear and say that he is God. So they were defending God. They didn't know that God had moved from that place. They didn't know that God had moved and that there was a new knowledge of God. And the new knowledge of God, there was a man called Jesus. The former knowledge of God, you had to obey all the law to, you know, let's read it. Look at verse 2. He said, For I bear them record. He said, Now look at it, verse 2. He said, For I bear them record that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. Verse 2, he said, For they, being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about, to establish their own. Have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. The current knowledge of God. They didn't know that God has seen plans. They didn't know that God has same plans. They didn't know about the current, the current knowledge of God. So what do they have? A zeal for God. Some people just have a zeal for God. Oh, yes, they are going to church every day. They are going to church. But they think they have a special relationship with God that is not in the Word of God. For i bend them record that they have a feel for God that Paul said, but it is not according to knowledge. And it happens a lot with young people. When they start, they get on fire. The fire can lead them somewhere else. Okay? gets born again, I I witnessed this with my eyes, the guy gets born again, one year he's born again, they start a prayer group, he sees the finest lady in the prayer group, he said God said that is his wife. (laughs) Have you heard it before? Spirit, God is speaking. They think God is speaking. And look, some of you know what I'm talking about. They think God is speaking. They organized prayer group. I remember when when, uh, we were in senior high school and, and I got born to get prayed. I had people I pray with. One day, can you imagine a prayer point we are praying for our future wives? Listen, you've not heard all the story you are shouting. Now we began to pray. And the prophet of the group, his name was Egoli. The prophet of the group, his name was Egoli. Because his head was very big like an egg. So, egg of life. So, it was, Egoli is egg of life. That's the short form. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen now. Listen, it's so important. So, we began to pray and Egoli began to prophesy. In fact, he was he began to prophet lie because this one was not working. I said, he can see my wife. He can see my wife. She's a Chinese. Ah!
1: <laughs>
0: Listen, if by now I was waiting for a Chinese wife, I'm telling you. And <laughs> I cannot say it's not true. And I was a, a junior, like I was a junior in a thing. So uh, if Egoli, Egoli, Lee, listen, if Ego Lee prophesies, if Egoli prophesies, everywhere, not that the problem comes to pass because there's a way he does it that you will believe. And you know, time time again to so you we fear people who do certain manifestations when they are prophesying, thinking that this is true. When Egoli Ego Lee wants to prophesy, his two hands will begin to shake. Listen, till so today I remember Ego Lee's songs. My children, my children, my children. Listen, it is Egoli who prophesied to me that God does not really need me. And God needs him. Yeah. So I grew up in the faith thinking God doesn't like me. Today, I'm a man of God. He's not. May you never be like Egoli. May you never meet Edgar Lee in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Egoli said, a the, the Chinese. Then when he came to him, what he saw, he discussed something very nice. That's what he's seen. He, he said, he's only a Nigerian, but he's discussed. He so, said, so he can see her. Very tall. Yes? Because at that time, I have not seen vision, so I don't know what he's talking about. But we just have to believe egally. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. One of the things you must submit yourself to is, is fatherly guidance when you start catching fire. Because it can lead into another thing. The fire you catch with God, it can lead now into another thing altogether. One of the things I thank God for, that when I got born again and after I left that school system, you know, I, I nearly came under fatherly guidance. There are many things I wanted to do. I tell pastor, pastor I want to do this. You say no. Many things I say no. So sometimes I thought he's trying to keep me, you know, he's not, he doesn't want me to know to explore myself. He doesn't want me to be great. You know, a lot of young people, especially as like the musicians. They they under like a pastor and the pastor is stopping them from doing certain things and they think that he doesn't know. Nobody cares about you. Nobody thinks about you. Go and achieve your dream. Listen, if it's your dream, you sponsor like it. If it is your dream, you sponsor like it. Ministry is not a dream. It's not a career. I don't have a I don't have a career. It's not a career. This cannot be a career. What career do they preach Wednesday and Sunday? It's not a career. It is service to God. So we are in service 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We are in service to God. Ministry is not preaching. What I'm doing here is just about 10% of it. Aside this, there's a lot that goes on in the spirit. I would say that we are watchers of your soul. Is that as men, that will give account. So it's not as simple as you think. So if it's your if it's your dream, oh, it's my dream. You know, anytime I see those young uh, 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 gospel musicians who are doing, uh, I must achieve my ambition and, and, and dream. It will get bigger and greater. You know those motivational, you know, dream, dream, do it now. Now is the time. And they'll take pictures and put on Instagram. Now is the time. Now then they'll get a drone shot. Mark will shoot it for them. They'll get a drone shot. Then. Now is the time. I've seen it before. One guy like that, and he's doing gospel, he's saying, now is the time, now, now, now. Then like, Superman, now is the time. saying, <laughs> if it's your dream, if it's your dream, you will sponsor it. God has no business with your dream. God only has business with his dream. did you hear that? God only has business with his dream. There was a time I sang a particular song in Lagos and the song was so popular, it became so popular that they were looking for the guy and there was no video for the song. They were looking for the guy. Who is the guy? Immediately, you know, that, I should quickly get a video and put it out there. They have to see that it is me. I came back home and I had a meeting. I said, We are putting a video up there. We are putting a song up there. People need to know. And I and I said, Okay, let me pray that night about it, you know. And the prayer I'm not praying to ask God, though. I'm just praying to move it in the spirit so i'm praying father in the name of jesus christ this song is moving now. it's moving it's moving god said have i sent you i said god are you sure you're the one talking now? all of a sudden and what day i thank god for is my soft heart that I, I i just want to listen to god so when i now felt some way i just sat on the floor i said god so you pra, what do you want you, have you asked God like that before? Have you asked God like that? Today, I'm doing this thing. It's going, going, going. Then you, I, you hear a voice like, don't do. Ah, you, everything I want to do, no. Okay. But you know, it's one of the greatest valleys to be in. Because you see, a man is not tested just with problems. In fact, your greatest tests are with your praise. That's why sometimes God doesn't want to give you certain things you're asking for. Because victory can lead you into more trouble. Let me show you something. Proverbs chapter 27. Praise God. Alright, so look at it. Verse, uh, Proverbs chapter 27, verse 21. He said, As the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to be praised. Now, you will not get it very well with the way King James put it. So let me read maybe easy English. He says, fire cleans, gold and heat cleans, valuable metals. In the same way, if a man hears good words about himself, he will show his true nature.
1: <laughs>
0: if a man becomes great, you will see his true nature. A lot of people's humility is due to lack of money.
1: Ha
0: <laughs> Some of you have not yet insulted your pastor because money has not come into your hands. Some when they come to your hand, you will you you come to church on Sunday and cross your leg. And when pastor says, why have you crossed your leg? <laughs> Something will worry you. Ah! The spirit of Ego
1: <laughs>
0: Praise God. Some of you have you've not insulted yourself, leader, because things are not all well. You need her, her prayers. You know his prayers. When everything now goes well in your life, They'll call you for a cell meeting. (laughs) You don't know what's going on. I need to work and make money. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the devil knows how to slap late. The devil knows how to slap late. He can take you up. (laughs) So that your fall will be greater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A great man like Michael Jackson. See how he died. See how he died. He died with so many scandals. He was living in a house, big house, almost like a city. He has had no peace. So, I agree with God. Agree with his word. Agree with his truth. I told a lady last night, she was asking me, when we say a God-fearing man, what does it mean to be a, have a God-fearing man? A God-fearing man is not a man who goes to church. Don't come to church and see someone praying and say he's a God-fearing man. That's not a God-fearing man. <laughs> God-fearing man. Someone can lead worship and not be God-fearing. Am I preaching? Yeah. He can be ushering and he's not God-fearing. Okay, so why do you give him the mic to lead the worship? It's a calling. It's a calling. He also has God to contend with after his calling. Who is a God-fearing man? A man who esteems God's word. Listen. One of the things you need to check for a good faring man is does he pay his tithe? You know, because, because, let me tell you something, because money is one of the, the, the things that amplifies a man's character. So it's, it's a representation of our toil and our blood. So you see a man's relationship with most things through his money. You see a man's character. If you want to say this man is a liberal man, you have to see from his money. That this man is um, a, uh, a man who holds back. you see it from his money. If you see someone has um, 10 CDs and he's a drunkard, he'll buy a acquisition. Right? Okay. If he gets 1,000 CDs. was what, that? Hennessy, Bene. Belet. Okay. I don't know it, I've not drunk it before. So. Belet. Okay, if he gets hundred thousand Ghana City VSOP. V-S-O-P. Uh, Robbie Martin Okay if he gets if he gets a million Ghana City Okay he's actually going to, go to buy a winery. He's gonna Okay, okay, okay. So I see I see the man is just the man is just Uh, His character is just amplified. Listen now. The man's character is just amplified with money. So, money is just amplifying his character. So, if the person likes ice cream, when he has 10 um, 10 CDs, he will buy Farm Choco, Farm Pop. He gets 100 CDs. Sandra. If he gets 1,000 CDs, Pinkberry. Okay, so Pinocchio. If he gets one million cities, he will order uh, from China. <laughs> you understand? So money amplifies a man's character. So you see a God-fearing man. One of the things you use to check is his type. Because if you cannot honor God's, listen now, if you cannot honor God's word concerning tithing, he says that All your money, he said, when you get a financial blessing, he said, just give me 10%. If you can honor that as a fear to God, as your love to God, then that man, his fear of God is questionable. A a man who walks with God, you first of all see it in some of these things. I said agree with God. Agree with the word of God. Agree with what God says. What does God say about, about education? What does God say about school? What does God say about money? What does God say about relationships? What does God say about conduct? You have to honor God's word concerning it. Praise God. Someone said, I walk with God. Someone said, I walk with God. Like I said, walking with God makes champions. Let's read Daniel chapter 2. We'll close with that. Okay, I'll start reading from verse 6. I'll start reading from verse 6 because it's, it's, it might be a longer read. so But it's going to be interesting. I love this story. He said, but if you show the dream and the interpretation thereof, he shall receive me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and the interpretation thereof. Some of you know this story where Nebuchadnezzar dreamt a dream and said to the people, he said, he wants his wise men to show him the dream and the interpretation. He will not tell them the dream so that they will lie. Okay, so verse 7, they again they answered again and said, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will show the interpretation of it. The king answered and said, I know of certainty that you would gain the time, because ye see the thing is gone from me. But if you will not make known unto me the dream, there is but one decree for you. Ye have preferred lying and corrupt words to speak before me, till the time be changed. Therefore tell me the dream, and I will show and and I shall know that ye can show me the interpretation thereof. And the Chaldean answered before the king and said, There is no man upon the earth that can show the king's matter. Therefore, there is no king, lord, nor ruler that asks such things as any magician or astrologer or childian. Hold on. Hold on. Are you seeing what Nebuchadnezzar is saying? He's saying that, show me the dream, show me the interpretation. Now, the the ordinary men who were there, who were the wise men in Nebuchadnezzar's chamber, said that there is no man... He said, there's no man who can do this thing you are saying. That the person will see the dream and the person will give you the interpretation. There's no man. So he said, therefore, there is no king that asks this thing of his magicians. Now, look at this. Verse 11. And it's a rare thing that the king required. And there is none other that can show it before the king except the gods whose dwelling is not in the flesh. For this cause, the king was angry and very furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. And the king and the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. And they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. Daniel was part of it. A man who walked with God. In the midst of everything that was going, in the midst of nobody can do it. In the midst of nobody ha- can, can do this particular thing. In the midst of this is not for normal mortals. It is just left for things that are left for God. Now, see what Daniel did. Then Daniel answered, verse 14, Then then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Ariok, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He was going to kill all the wise men. He answered and said to Ariok, the king's captain, Why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Ariok made the king, made the thing known to Daniel. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time. Hmm. See, obviously, this particular wise man knows something that the rest don't know. Lift your right hand. Your connection with God will make you more than a man. You see? Your connection with God makes you more than a man. So when everybody was now afraid, King is come to kill us, Daniel said that, King, all I need is for you to give me time. I told you that the connection between the physical and the spiritual, there is a connection of time. Daniel said, King, just give me time go go back oh god verse 17 then daniel went to his house and made the thing known to hananiah, mishael and azariah his companions hey hold on association of faith you see when the, when the chaos came when the chaos came daniel said give me time then immediately he went to look for his friends when something happens, the friends you have, what would they say? You see, Daniel knows what to do. Because sometimes when, when your faith is not getting there, you need someone to say, this can happen. This can happen. There are many times, God puts certain visions and dreams in my heart. Then I come back, I come to my boys. I said, I want us to do this thing. They say, yes, sir. Before I finish landing, they said, yes, sir, we can do it, sir. Over there, my faith just goes to another level. Your association of faith, today's rhapsody, what I talked about, or was it yesterday? Today, talked about um, having the, uh, avoid the wrong association. An association of faith. Daniel had, the, the thing came to Daniel's heart, Daniel immediately came and went to call his friend and say, hey guys, there's something on ground. When you are with faithless people, you tell us there's something on ground. And all of us, they'll kill us. Now <laughs> like this one, who can do it? No, but then when there's an association of faith, you call them and say, listen, the king wants to kill everybody, but we know that we are, not, we, we are not disconnected from God. They said this thing, only the gods can do it, but we know we are not disconnected from God. Every other person is afraid of dying, but we are not afraid of dying because we are associated with the one who gave him the dream and can interpret it. Walking with God. Go, go back there. Verse 18, that they would desire messages of God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Verse 19. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in the ninth vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Hmm. Ah. Verse 24. Let's jump. Therefore Daniel went in unto Ariok, whom the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said unto him, Destroy not the wise men of Babylon bring me in before the king and i will show unto the king the interpretation <laughs> then Arioch brought in daniel before the king in haste and said unto him i have found a man in the captives of judah that will make known unto the king the interpretation the king answered and said to daniel whose name was belshazzar Art thou able to make known unto me the dream which i have seen and the interpretation thereof verse 27. daniel answered in the presence of the king and said the secret which the king had demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king. Verse 20. But there is a God in heaven that reveals secrets. Lift up your hand. But there is a God in heaven that reveals business ideas. But there is a God in heaven that reveals things that men cannot see. But there is. Oh, am, am I talking to somebody here? But there is a God in heaven that can reveal technologies. That can give inventions. God is going to reveal something unto you, unto this generation. God is going to reveal something to you that this generation will benefit from. God will reveal something That this generation will benefit from. God will reveal something that this generation will benefit from. God will give you a light that will light the generation. A light that will light your day. A light that will light your day. Songs that will be sung in your day. Sayings and books will be written out of the the light that God will reveal.
1: Thank you.